Nice to meet you. Ada Tass. Welcome to day three in the back to school series. Today is all about schedules and systems, and I love, I love, love, love the ritual of collecting all of the calendars. And I like to sit down with my own planner and I migrate in all of the dates. I like to set aside a time where it's just me and my planner and my stickers and my favorite pens. And I love the process of just getting my planner all organized. I find the process meditative. I find it hopeful. And I hope that this episode also fills you with a little bit of joy, a little bit of delight as I walk you through the process of preparing your own calendar for the upcoming months. But also I want you to think about how do you create a family calendar or a family command center? How do you put into place a process so that as a family, you can collect incoming tasks from family members, that you have a process to keep up with any of the new events that land on your calendar? How do you create a way for your whole family to communicate and be in the know about all of the things. So I want you to go grab your planner, get out your favorite pen. We are talking about one of my favorite things, schedules and systems. Let's do this, y'all. Do you wanna feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. When my first kiddo Harper started preschool, I remember being so overwhelmed, like trying to manage all of these random things that come in. So, oh, we have to do a craft this weekend and then bring it in next week. Oh, we have mystery bag on Tuesday and what the heck is a mystery bag? (laughs) And I guess Thursday is pajama day. And I don't think that I was ready for all of these little things that would come up and the pressure, oh my gosh, the pressure of not wanting to mess this up because I didn't want to send my kid to school and have him be the only one wearing regular clothes when everybody else is dressed up like magical creatures. So this was unexpected for me. I knew pretty early on when Harper started preschool that I was going to need to have a plan in place to keep myself on top of these things. Now, I do want to say, if you forget something, your kiddo will be okay. You will be okay, right? They, they might let you know that you messed up. Harper would be like, mom, you didn't put that in my book bag. I'm like, yeah, sorry, buddy. But you know what? We survived and he still loves me and he knows that I love him. But it is helpful to have a system for collecting all this information and then a process in place to help you remember All right, speaking of reminders, there is a free workbook that you can download instantly and print off to follow along in this back to school series. So go into the show notes. You just need to put in your name, your email address, and instantly you can download it. You can print it off 
or I did learn how to create a fillable PDF. So you can also just jump in and type things in as you go. There's a really great checklist to guide you as you set up your calendar and your family's calendar. So if you like a checklist, I've got one ready for you. Also, this time of the year can be a little bit wild. And if you need a little extra support as you're setting up your family systems, I am still offering free complimentary coaching sessions this month. So grab that link in the show notes too and get booked today. These are free one hour coaching sessions and they're not something that I'm going to be able to offer, especially as my semester picks up. So get in there, get on my calendar right now. Calendars, calendars, calendars. <laughs> you got to get all your family stuff onto your calendar. I do know that some people prefer to keep their family's calendar and their personal work calendar separate, but I find that having it all together really helps me look at my life holistically and helps me prioritize. So when I'm at work, I want to know if the next morning I'm going to have to be in late because I'm taking Harper to the dentist. Also, as you are considering your calendar, I want you to go back to the very first day of this back to school series and look at your goal setting and prioritizing worksheets. What did you all name as what matters? And look at your calendar and ask yourself, does my calendar reflect the things that we named were important? And if not, why not? And what can you do, big or small, so that you can be spending your time in a way that aligns with your values? All right, so the very first thing that you're going to need to do is you just need to collect all of the calendars that you might need. So I usually ask my husband if I can have a copy of his calendar. I have our school district's calendar, any curricular activities that we are doing, if they have calendars. And then I have several different work calendars that I need to round up, grab them all. And then you also need to grab your planner. And I say, make this fun, make this cozy, play some music, get out your favorite blanket, this is a great time for stickers if you're into that. For those of you that are just tuning in, I do use a hybrid planning system. So I keep all of my appointments on Google Calendar, and then I have a weekly paper planner. So each week I enter all my appointments for the following week from my digital calendar onto my paper planner. And then I keep all of my tasks and my to-dos on my paper planner. And I do this because my brain really needs pen to paper. I find that it's really helpful for me to think about how I need to order my week, what tasks need to happen when, and it just helps me to see all those things together in one place. But using a digital calendar is nice because I can share it with others if if my secretary needs to see what my appointments look like and needs to put something on my calendar, she can. If students are wanting to schedule a meeting with me, it's much easier than going back and forth a bajillion different times with email. It's a lot easier to just say, jump onto my calendar, find a time that works for you. Also, I don't know about you all, but our school district does have a Google calendar. So you can just integrate the school district's calendar onto your calendar. And that's super helpful as well. So I love, love, love having my digital calendar for appointments, but I also need a paper planner because I want all my tasks to be in one place. You need to find a method that works for you. 
So if you prefer digital only or paper only, you do you. This is about finding a method that makes sense to you and a method that you will be consistent with. It's like an exercise. The best exercise is the exercise that you'll do. The best planning system is the planning system that you'll do. So after you have collected all of your calendars, you are going to need to start migrating those things onto your calendar. So after you've collected all of the different schedules, you're going to need to migrate those schedules onto your calendar. So enter any early outs, any no school days, conferences, concerts, any other important date. You want to make sure that those land in your personal calendar. This is also a really great time to create some tasks related to events on your calendar. So for example, if you know that there's a few early out days or no school days, make yourself a task to arrange for childcare or a different pickup time on those days. It's really awesome if you can just make those arrangements all at once. So I'm really fortunate that both my parents and my in-laws live really close to us. And if I know that I'm going to need some childcare on one of those days, it's nice to just give them a list of all the days that I might need some extra help and then ask them who can cover what and make a plan right at the beginning of the year. So I'm not having to figure that out the day before I have all this stuff set up. So as you're putting these events into your calendar, have a nice to-do list off to the side that if there are any tasks related to the items on your calendar, you can just put those on your to-do list and then create a plan for making those things happen. So you might also schedule dentists, doctors, hair appointments, all of those things. This might be a good time to put those on there too. Enter any dates related to extracurricular activities, any tasks related to extracurricular activities. And then this is also a great time if you haven't already to print out any forms that the school needs you to fill out and to fill those forms out. Having your personal planner ready for back to school is awesome. It's going to make things so much easier, but you are a family and it is helpful to communicate with each other. And so I think that you need to take it one step further and you need to also set up a family command center. And ours is in our kitchen and it's composed of three things. We have a family calendar, a family inbox, and family folders. So get your own personal planner in place and then turn to your family and go, okay, how are we going to manage our calendars together? So you want to decide on your family calendar. Is it going to be digital? Is it going to be paper? Is it going to be a whiteboard? And where are you going to put it so that everybody can find it? I know a lot of families who have older kids who use a digital calendar. So they all have a Google calendar and that's how they navigate things. We have used a paper planner that we keep in the kitchen and it just is sort of open on a counter so that you can look down at it and see what's going on. But then we did move to a whiteboard, so a wipey board. And what we do is we just manage one month at a time. So we have kind of a fun ritual where 
right before the month starts, we'll clean off the whiteboard. My kids like love taking rubbing alcohol and cleaning it off. And then after that, we we like to decorate. So if it's November, can we draw little turkeys? We like to decorate our little calendar and then we go ahead and put any events that we have that month onto the family calendar. And ours is right on the side of our fridge. So it's in a place where it's really easy for us to see. We also use the side of that calendar to put any items that family members might need me to buy. So when I'm meal planning, I can just look at that list and go, oh, we must have ran out of ketchup. Oh, Harper wants me to get him some more of those like frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Our family really enjoys the process of putting this calendar together. You should also create a family inbox. And what I mean by this is you're going to have things that come in and it's nice to have a place that they know they can put those things and they'll get tended to. So for example, if one of your kiddos comes home and they have an invite to a birthday party, what do they do with it? If they have a form from school that needs to get signed, where do they put it? We have a Sunday basket. I love the concept of a Sunday basket. I believe the idea of a Sunday basket originated from Lisa Woodruff with Organize 365. You can check out her website and you can buy one yourself. We use one of hers. We don't use her system exactly, but we have found that it's really helpful for us as a family. The Sunday basket is basically that it's a basket where at the front, there's a space for people to put in items like that birthday party invite. So my kids know, and my husband knows if there's something that they need me to tend to, they can just put it in the Sunday basket and they can put it in the front there and I'm going to address it. Then in the back of the Sunday basket, there's slash pockets. We have a slash pocket for each member of the family. And this is really helpful because if they bring something home that needs to go into our more permanent file folders, I'll go ahead and put those in there. And then what happens is every Sunday, you pull out the Sunday basket, you kind of pull out that front part, you put in the items on the calendar that are in there. You also can get out those file folders. And if there's anything that needs to be filed into other systems in your house, you can do it then. You all don't need to do it as a Sunday basket, but I would recommend having a place that operates as your inbox. When things come in, where do you place them? And do you have a time set aside each week to address the items in the inbox? Then I do think it's helpful if somewhere, if it's not in your family command center, where in your house could you have a folder for each family member? Right now, for example, I know that in Ada's file folder, I have her signed sheet for the dentist and she's lactose intolerant. So I had to fill out some paperwork so that she can get fed at school and I don't worry about her, her reaction to dairy. So I know when we go to school the next time, I can just go to Ada's file folder, pull out those items, and they're going to be ready to roll. I'm not going to spend time looking for them. I'm not going to wonder where they're at. So how you do this is kind of up to you, 
But I do think that having the three elements of a family calendar, a family inbox, and some family file folders is going to make your life so much easier. It's also important that you sit down and discuss how these things work with your family. You might even practice, create fun little scenarios. Okay, you get this at school. What are you going to do with it when you come home? And practice with your family so that they understand the purpose of these things. I think our family loves having these systems. I think that my husband has found it so nice to know that if there's something that we don't want to lose, put it in the Sunday basket. If there's something that he wants me to order when I get groceries, put it on the calendar. So after you set these things up, make sure that you spend some time discussing how this system and process is going to work for your family. I love setting up our schedules and systems, but I also know that this process is not enjoyable for everyone. So if you've been listening to this episode and your heart has started to race a little bit, I want you to find some small ways to add a little delight to this process. Maybe treat yourself to some new flare pins, maybe play with stickers, Take a trip to the coffee shop and get some alone time with your calendars. Play music, light a candle, get cozy, dream about all the fun things you will do in the upcoming months. Imagine yourself cheering on your kid at ninja competition or hosting a birthday party or watching them lug that trombone to school each day or book bags overflowing with crafts, stories about friends at dinner time. This is a full, beautiful life, folks. I wish for you joy in planning. I wish for you a system for your family to communicate clearly with each other, that you might support each other in all of the wonderful wildness that is your life. That as you look at all the things ahead, you will see how those things align with your values and how those things are creating a life that you love with people that you love. Be well, friends. My mommy is sus. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.